Bam, we're this. live. Fuck, you guys missed the best part already. We're just tearing <laughs> James up. Hey, you already get to crop on Dallin for him being late. He's not. He's not. We started early. Oh, we told him we wanted to get you for a few minutes beforehand. You want to <laughs> get me alone? Yeah. Love yeah, it. so you could tell us all the secrets we need to know about him before next week. That's the thing I was just telling him. I was like, dude, I want to like talk some crap about you, but you're too perfect. I have nothing to say. Um, where where are you? Um, where are we? You're not at home. I am at home. This is uh, my mom's house in Snoqualmie, Washington. Nice. Um, so it's it's still kind of home because, you know, this is where I grew up. It's obviously not Florida, but just came here to see some family, hang out for a bit, um, kind of just let my mind rest after Can West and uh, get ready to go uh, for the demo team. Oh, you're on the demo team. I am doing the demo team, Mr. No Savon. Are you how long, how long ago did you get the invite for that? Um, so actually it was, it was my manager, Benji, who the whole opportunity possible right after the LCQ got done, he started reaching out to people and was just like, is this a possible opportunity? And right after, um, LCQ got done, I think it came to life about a week after. So beginning of July. You know, I, I think that maybe you're the only, the second person I could be wrong. You could be the only the second person in the history of the demo team who uh, was hasn't already gone to the games. I could second be wrong person. about that. Like uh, if Brian's like, oh yeah. shit, that might be well, the first are, one right there. Scuds, Scuds might be the only. Yeah, other. but but Chloe Wilson also. So there's. Oh, okay. So in years past, and, I think you had to have been to the games. I think Scuds may have been the first. She maybe uh, she cracked the seal. Did it matter if it was might, a team or the, individual? I'm not sure because I think it was individual. Christine Kohlenbrander was on it last year. Tola was on it. And was that and that the year? Okay, so maybe maybe last it broke, but but it's relatively new. And none of these cats have been to the games, right? Uh, Mitchell um, Stevenson has. Royce Dunn had, but he's not going to make it. And Fee has. Who replaced Royce? Unannounced. Oh, okay. I I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I feel like I am. It's uh, it's another strong dude. Let's see if you all can guess. Well, I was thinking, That's you know, it. they, the, the Dallin, guy. it's Dallin Pepper. <laughs> he tested positive for COVID, so they're throwing him on the demo team. John withdraws from the games to take up a new stance. Out of boy, Tyler Christopher. Ooh, nope. that's a good I guess. Know if he would do it, that but I, I did notice, like the, the the three guys that they had selected originally, Mitchell, James, and Royce, they were a really good complement in terms of the different skill sets they had. So. Like any, they would have someone who is going to be a good test for like maybe a top ten performance in almost any workout. I, think. Mm-hmm. I know who I it is, guess. James. I know who who it is. Okay, I know who it is too. Let's see. You go, you go it's, first. It, it's it's Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah. Good guess. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Did you? Well, he kind of gave it away on his story today. He's like getting the body ready. So oh, he, wow. he's yeah. So he's he's coming out, and uh, I think I'm going to be the last one there. Me and Mitch get there tomorrow night. We start on Saturday morning. Can you pull up that um, the demo team again? I have a question for Dallin about the about the demo team. Um, D- Dallin, of these guys on here, who's the fittest? Is it is it the is it the Raleigh guy? Is it James Sprague or is it the, some the um, um, Mitchell Mitchell Peterson Stevenson? Come on, St- yeah, Stevenson. I would definitely go with James. He's yeah, the just checking. Would you have gone with James if Royce was still on the team? <clears throat> 
Royce was 15th at the games last year. Oh, That's... it doesn't matter. Down's always going to pick his bed buddy. I don't know. I might have picked bed buddy. <laughs> Whoa, I beat him in the LCQ, bro. Dude, that how is crazy true. is that? I mean, Royce won the semifinal last year. He was 15th at the games, the fittest guy from Oceania at the games last year. And he didn't make it this year. It's just because all these youngsters are kicking him out. No, just because Ricky, Ricky came back and the, the other guys made it. I mean, Jay, Jay and Baden both made it back. Like, the, you know. There's just four guys that are top twenty potential and only three spots. Dallin, uh, are you are you in? Where are you? I'm in Madison. You made it, okay. And when did yeah. you get there? Uh, like twelve noon today. To awesome. And who'd you roll with? Uh, Corinne and Danielle and Cash. Oh, so as a team, who's Cash? Her dog, Danielle's dog. Uh, Oh shit! <laughs> he took oh, a God. he took a big old shit right in the middle of the airport. No way! <laughs> <laughs> right Who in front it? of security. <laughs> Good job, Cash. Who hey, cleaned I'm, it? Daniel. Wait, Daniel Brandon brought her fucking dog to the games. Yeah, Cash rolls with the team. That's got to be a new level of distraction. I love that. No, no, it's an advantage because everyone else had to leave their dogs home. I'm, I'm th- three in the morning. Her dog has to take a dump. She has a big event at six in the morning. She has to get up and walk it downstairs to the lobby. Therapy puppy. There's designated people for that. No like, shit. Dog team, yeah. God, Danielle's balling. It's the DDD, the designated dog dad. So your wife, the shitting, the publicly shitting dog, uh, <laughs> and Danielle, all, and and how does that? How does she bring her dog? That does it have like a um one of those vests that says like. I, my my owner's crazy. I'm here to help her. <laughs> no vest. No. <laughs> no vest. No. I mean, he just sat on her lap the whole time. And then he he went to the bathroom in like the pet rest area. And then like 30 seconds when we walked out, Danielle was like, oh, he's definitely going to poop right here. And oh, sure enough, no. 10 seconds later, he just stopped and went right there. Yeah, girl, my wife's good at like that too. She could spot like anything that po- has to poop in her area. Like even if I'm standing around, she'd be like, "You should go to the bathroom." I'm like, "Fuck, how'd she know?" <laughs> Danielle just knew. She saw that dog doing the the onesie twosie. Little pucker. Um how how big's the dog? It's not very big. I'm tripping like you you used to have to wear a button-up shirt and pants to get on an airplane. Now any fucking Tom Dick, she's probably was wearing like sports bra thongs and a bikini bottom and had a fucking dog, huh? It takes a shit. I mean, anyone can do anything now. If you if you have pink hair, you can do anything. Good point. Hers is a little too long, though. I mean, it's, I like it, but it's not like your traditional uh, thing. Oh, look, Danielle Brandon, his butt puckered. Yep, she saw it. Wow. <laughs> These are my new uh, CEO wristbands, and they're so oh, wow. fucking big. <laughs> That I start. This is a tradition. This is you like wear a them big, on your shins. Uh, yeah, they're they're like neat. They could they could pull them up over my calves. They'll keep started, you extra warm. Isn't started, that why you wear? Isn't that why you wear them? Yeah, exactly. And I just started sweating. Savon, you've been putting in work in the gym. I've been watching your videos, man. Thanks. Yeah, I'm proud I'm, of you. I'm trying. Thank you. How old are you? Uh, I'm 20. God, 20 year olds proud of me. James, he yeah, said he uh, set a time to beat for 20 legless rope climbs, and we were. He was wondering if Savon? you could beat it. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! What was it like? Was it Imam? Just twenty, just twenty, just twenty legless rope climbs as fast as I can. Did you Imam it? 
the videos coming out with every minute on the minute. No, but that, but that was actually kind of the goal at the beginning. And they actually weren't legless to be honest. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great um, standard. Um, Dallin, when you, you, so you, so you get to the games, will there be anything that you do that's just totally different? Um, I, like, like you'll put your phone down and turn it off or, uh, there's certain people you won't talk to, or you won't, your, your wife and you will not, I don't know, whatever, like tr- traditions you guys have first thing in the morning. Like, is there anything you're good? Like is there anything like you're cutting out this week? Like, bye, not this uh, week. No, I'll probably keep it as normal as I can to stick to a routine as much as as much as you can while you're at the games. Uh, I'll stay pretty consistent with that. And then just being around the people that will be staying in the Airbnb, Matt and Dom and Micah and Olivia, all from Brute. They'll be here. Just keep things light. And I've noticed I compete better when things are light and I'm sticking to my regular routine. Uh, how many competitions has your wife been to with you? West Coast, Wadapalooza, and the Mac. So three. And do you think that um, as these competitions go, she's getting more attuned to like what you need or don't need? Yeah. The first one was definitely like a challenge just because I don't talk. Like I just stopped talking um, as soon as the competition starts. And she wasn't fully ready for that and like what that would mean. Yeah. Um, but now we've grown both together and as individuals and we understand like what the process is throughout a competition. And she takes every minute just as serious as I do. Um, and, uh, did you get, did you get a, uh, are you mad at me? Like the first time, like at the competition, like when you stopped talking, uh, did you get a, are you mad at me? Yeah. She's like, what's, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm just focused. Like just thinking about my events and you should have been now- like, I have no idea. I'm thinking about killing myself. <laughs> 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 I want to yeah, go home. <laughs> uh, J- James, um, you will be there. How, how often did you guys? So I didn't realize this, but it looks like the way things are set up that the boys don't train together and the girls don't train together, that they pair you guys up. Uh, no, not necessarily. Tell me down. Uh, usually um, because the brew HQ is a little bit of a smaller gym. We'd have one group go in at nine and one group go in at 10, 30, 11, just so it was split up. So one of us would be warming up while they're doing the big conditioning piece up that takes up the whole gym. And what is it? It was usually like Emma and Phil and then James and I. Um, and then. So they did. It was, it was They did pair you up by sex. It was Emma and yeah. Phil and then you and James. Who's the girl? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to let you guys decide. <laughs> it was the others. Um, but yeah, now it's been Emma and Olivia Sulik go in at nine. And then Danielle and I will go in at 11. So, so you and James have done a lot of training together. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> James, if you're when you're there, um, do you suspect that you'll talk to him? Like, if he has, a, if let's say, let's say it's a great event, he takes first place. Will you walk by him and, and and be like, "Good job," or "Don't let this go to your head, asshole"? Or if he has a shitty event, will you come by and be like, "Hey, dude, just remember, I love you." Or God, you're fucking up our reputation as the dynamic. <laughs> like, will there be, or, or will you just feel it out? Like, is there any? Do you have? I mean, he's gonna need some. It's a it's a long emotional day. A Very week, much is. right. Yeah. Do you have any you know, lines you're working on to like step on his balls or, or tickle his balls? Anything? Oh, Are you even allowed to talk to him? I, they, they sent me an email today. It's like, don't talk to your training partners. So I was like, I was like, how am I supposed to do that? I miss my boy. I haven't seen him in a month. 
Um, yeah, if James says did they, anything, wait, did they really? <laughs> they said they recommend us not talk to our uh, training partners once we get there or anyone we associate with and cross it, which I, I understand. Like, um, I don't explain that to me. Explain it to me. What, what's because we could ruin the test if we if we tell them oh, anything. Yeah. Oh. So, so it can't you be know, like, like even if he said down, to him, like, that, don't worry about that. You got the next one. It could be yeah. a, like a, an unintended implication of, uh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Go, go yeah, ahead, James. Good point though, Brian. Go ahead, James. Um, I think that, you know, like Dallin said, like I respect that he's quieter and wants to be in his zone and I don't want to distract anyone there. So, you know, if he, I'll, I'll wink at him when I'm uh, briefing workouts and, and make sure that, uh, I'll send him a smile. And, um, if he needs, if he needs anything from me, he'll, he'll come up to me, but I'll, I'll leave him alone. Yeah. And I, I didn't even think of what Brian said that that's gotta be the real reason. They don't want you to be like, if he says, if you say, Hey dude, what's up? And, and he says to you, Hey, what's up? And you're like, my arms are fucking sore. Then he's like, ah, you know? ah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like things you don't even mean to say could, could unintentionally uh, give a hint or whatever. And you know, we don't want to be doing that. And honestly, it's like, it can be hard. It, it could be, if you're on the demo team, you know, you know, all this stuff that's going on, you're exposed to all these things and trying to keep track of what you know and what they know and the timing. And everything. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Cause easy. we don't even know when things are released. Um, they said, we're barely going to have time to watch events. So I might be screaming for Dowen through my phone for some of these. And, um, I'm going to try and be in the stands as much as possible. And, um, but I, I really don't know what I got myself into. I'm just going to try and smile through it and, and have a good attitude. Have you talked to anyone who's been on a demo team before yet? Yes. Uh, so I talked to Scuds has been texting us a lot and she just said to expect to be on call basically the whole day. And um, basically that we're kind of just rag dolls and they throw us around however they want. It's really hardcore. It's cool. Yeah. You'll have a blast because you will build a crazy camaraderie, but like you'll be in a room right next to where the event's going and yep. they'll, and you'll just be on call and you won't get to see shit. But, but, but yeah. you will also do some fucking crazy fun shit. They'll really drag you around to some fun spots. Totally. I really hope that, um, I get to touch test as much as possible and get like almost a game's experience in. And I think that you know, like I, I'm, I'm going in fully expecting to be crushed and, and go through a full series of tests and give it my best. Cause I want to try and give, give an accurate read for what the tests are going to look like for them. So I've been, been keeping the body as fit as I can. Um, Dallin, I'm, I'm trying to think, um, if there's, I mean, I mean, you're really making a big split. I'm trying to think of what male rookies have come in. I mean, there's a lot of noise there. Say it again. I think Gee is like Gee and George Sterner and, uh, was Nick Palladino individual or no? Did he oh, get no. no, but there was a lot of noise around Nick, but I can't remember. I don't even remember. I guess there was a lot of noise around Guy, but it seems like just, and, and maybe it's just because social media has gotten louder and more and more people have voices, or maybe it's just because I'm more interested in the sport than ever, but man, there's a lot of uh, noise around you. Do, do you feel any pressure from that? Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, pressure is a privilege if you've earned that <laughs> right to feel that or, at least know it's there. I don't really feel it from the outside. It's more the pressure I put on myself, but I know it's there. And I know that people have, if you want to call them expectations, like people think different things, but I'm not really letting that affect how I feel or think. My dad said, you're going to top five at the games today down. Bring it on. Sorry. I hit a button. Say that again. What did you just say, James? I just hit a button and started fucking playing some audio somewhere. Say that again. I just said my dad believes in down a lot. He's gonna get my dad said he's gonna get top five today, and I said hell yeah. He's he's pretending like it's you, James. 
your he dad. lives vicariously through my friends because I'm not good enough to make it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I love the shirt too. It's for for foreshadowing. So I mean you're coming out to do behind the scenes again? <laughs> yes, yes, I'll be there. I'll be Are you there. for real gonna be there? No, fuck. No. Oh they don't they 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 already they they have the place surrounded with pictures of me. If you see this guy, call the police. I thought that picture of you, Glassman and Dave, was from today, like planning the games. I was like, oh, this is gonna be hype. It is from today. Is it? Yeah, it's from today. Oh, I thought you were in Madison in that. No, no, no. That was from today. That was uh, Is that's that in CrossFit that, HQ or the yeah. old one. Yeah, that's at CrossFit HQ, the old one. Yep. Oh, dope. Heck yeah. You look really small next to them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I look like a little bite size. How tall do I look there? Like four, six? You look like Colton Merton's height. Someone messaged four. me today that Sousa photoshopped all these people into this picture. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I look photoshopped in there. Brother, TV is bigger than you. Um, D- Dallin, when, when w- were you, where were you when the, um, Phil Toon news broke? Were you, were you near him at all? Like physically near him? Stand, like no, were you next to him and he, was, just, he just started throwing up? No, I was at my apartment. We were like in between sessions when I, when he had posted on Instagram. I, I don't know if you know this feeling, but like a feeling like, um, uh, like you stole a pack of gum from the store and your dad walks in your room and goes, I know you stole that pack of gum. And all of a sudden you feel like sick to your, you know, you feel like, Oh yeah, fuck, yeah. you feel the whole world's going to fall apart. Um, did you, did it feel like that when that happened at all? Was there any, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a shock all the way through Naples and everyone involved. Um, it's not really the news we expected just on a regular training day. It was, it was like, a weird day. Does, but, but does it hurt? Like, do you feel it um, physically? Did you feel it? Like, like, like made you sick or are you like, nope, it's too, it's different. It's um, different. A little different. Like I, I, I would say I felt it physically, um, but maybe not quite that. I know what feeling you're trying to describe, but I don't know yeah. quite the same. Like if one of your friends got arrested for a DUI, you kind of like want to throw up like one of your yeah, high school you're buddies, like, you're in oh, high school. Man. You're like, Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. Even though it's, it's, I mean, it's bad, but it's not like, like no, no one's dying. I yeah. mean, like, like I'd rather be caught for steroids than be molested. You know what I mean? Like I want to be caught fair. a thousand times for steroids. Um, how do you know? Do you, where were you, James, when it happened? Uh, I was at my gym training. And I what happened here in Washington before the Can West games? And and how do you guys find out? Um, just looking at Phil's story. Is that how you found out too, Dallin? Yeah, and then, um, right after, like I had been, I was texting Matt a little bit, so. Yeah, do you guys immediately call each other and be like, what the fuck? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked, man. I I hate to see that happen to anyone, especially someone we've been tight with. Um, ha- have you guys had a chance to talk with them? Yeah, I've talked with them a bit. I I texted him just the other day. Um, and, like, he understands I'm completely focused on the games right now. So, um, trying not to let that distract me from what I'm doing. And, uh, I'm I'm focused on the task at hand at the moment. So, do you, kinda, do you, go ahead, James. He kind of want he's kind of treats us like an older brother. Like he wants to see us do well. He told told me learn from that learn from that mistake and don't want it happen and um, just wants what's best for us. So he's obviously still cares about us a lot. And you know we we spent a lot of good time together. So I think that that relationship is is still good. 
That's good to hear. Do do you um do you guys uh, call Matt? Does anyone give Matt Torres a pep talk? Like I, since you're kind of on the outside, they're all still in the game, James, and you're on the outside. Do you call uh, Matt, or do you, do you, do you have to take any like leadership role from the outside and be like, hey guys, don't fucking worry about it, keep your head down, or do anything like that? You know, uh, I just try and try and bring a jokey energy into the gym and and keep it light in the gym, and I and I hope that uh, I hope that that can transmit to people taking things a little less serious um, sometimes because I think all of us as high level athletes sometimes get in our head about things that don't matter. And sometimes think that one bad day equals a bad year or, or can add up to um, just things that they're not. So I just try and, and take one day at a time, bring in fun energy and, and um, make sure everyone's smiling in the gym and enjoying themselves because that's what it's all about. Just, just enjoy what you're doing and you're going to do better. Uh, remember when Sevi, first of all, don't call me Sevi. Don't ever fucking call. Uh, remember when Sevi thought he'd beat the 65 plus females at the game? I'm gonna fuck them up this year. Go fuck yourself, Gregory. I'll fucking mash them. Um, Dallin, did you win? Did you win the games? Oh, Ricardo Montalban. This is for the show. The post with Dave and Glassman. Thank you. Wow. I so I do three podcasts a day. That guy gives me twenty dollars a day. That's sixty dollars. I'm fucking set for life. <laughs> um, Dallin, did you win the CrossFit Games as, as a as a young man? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And how many? Brian, cool. this is hilarious. And and how many times did, did you win it? More than once. I won it three times. Fuck. And and is that how many times you went? Yeah. For each so you know, uh, for each CrossFit Games medal, gold medal he has, he's allowed to have another wife. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, he didn't like that, James. That that made him uncomfortable. Seven on trivia question. Yes, please, please. I'm I'm fairly confident in this that there are only two people who are undefeated in their CrossFit Games careers, and Dallin's one of them. Of wow, of of how many years? Any division. That every time they've gone to the games, they've won it. Oh, it's that 65 year old lady. I have I have another guy too. His name's Kevin Coaster. Oh, is it, is it, but if I don't know if like how many has he won? Uh three. Three? Okay. Kevin Coaster, Susan Clark, Dallin Pepper. Um if it's only one, I don't know if I'd count that. I think it has to be at least yeah. two. D- Dallin, what what's that um feel like to win those? Um you know, one thing I noticed and I'm really I'm stoked I learned this at such a young age is like nothing changes when you reach a goal like that. Like you like the ceremony, like you finished last workout, you know, you've won and then you realize nothing's changed at all. And like, you're already thinking about the next goal. Like, what can I do next? What can I get, do better for next year? And that type of thing. So understanding, like you have to find enjoyment and fulfillment in the process of reaching that goal. Um, because nothing's going to change once you do reach that goal. Um, it's just on to the next one. Is it almost even a letdown? Like even a little, no, uh, not like a little all. depressing. I, no, uh, you just think back to all the the time and energy and sacrifice and work that it took to get there, and it's an incredible feeling. Like, the way, I guess the way I worded that uh, would make it seem like a letdown, but that's not at all. I mean, it's a it's an incredible feeling um, when that's when you set your eyes on that all year all year long, and you are able to reach it. And and how how were the victories? Solid, like were, were they? Did they ever come I didn't down to have the to last? Do the last event on all three years. <sighs> wow. 
Dude, I, I wonder I wonder if people covered that shit more if there'd even be more hype. I wonder if that would be even better for the CrossFit Games to invest more media there just to build even more hype as these dudes cross over. I mean, the teens division really is the future. Like, I remember it. I was still one of the earlier teens and it was like, this is the future of the sport. This is the future of the sport. And we've slowly seen that, uh, come to, come to life. Who, who are, who are some of the people? You, so Emma Carey, mm-hmm. Emma Lawson, Mal Guy, Angelo's with mayhem. Um, Guy was a teen too, Tudor, huh? Tudor, Cole. Tudor, yeah. Cole, Paige. Um, did you ever put? Did you ever compete against Guy? No, Rebecca Fusilier. Oh, he he was too old. He was too old. He was old. Yeah, he was. So when I was fifteen, my first year, he was seventeen, and that was his last year. And he was in a separate division. But you did compete against Tudor. Yes, and you put twice. it to him. And you put it to him Both. twice. <laughs> I, I can say that. <laughs> and, and, and where did James show? Where did James show up? Did he do the the Pee Wee League? I did yeah, do the Pee Wee League twice. I uh yeah I missed it the the middle year because I had cranky knees and uh and I fourth I finished fourth the first year and I was super pissed off with that I thought my life was over after that and I was so <laughs> it mad was, it was it was I was so mad I was like why why have I look back at that I'm like why did I let my myself think that way and um you know it was like a I took taught CrossFit way too seriously I thought everything revolved around a placing at that age and it, it doesn't um and so. Missed the middle year, went out 2019, had some fun again after knee surgery, after I was told I'd never squat again, and then now I'm here. Who's taller out of you guys? James, for sure. The joke in the gym is that I'm six foot nine. How <laughs> tall are you? Six three. I'm six two. Wow. I will, I will, I will take another yeah. How tall Dallin are you, Dallin? Six, six foot. There's there's this thing that I, I I always think about when about you young guys that and gals that between even these events even between the open and the games you might get several percent better. Mm-hmm. And, do you guys actually feel that, or is it since you're living that you don't, or um, is it bullshit? You guys know it's it does it, you guys don't really get better that much faster, especially you, James. I mean, you I feel like you just kind of exploded. Thanks, brother. Yeah. So I kind. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh not, not enough to make it to where Dallin is, but you still too <laughs> Hey, all all I care about, I was telling Dallin for the LCQ. I was like, I just need to beat Dallin's LCQ last year because then I can come up and and potentially have a better year next year. Cause uh he's come so far since last year too. I mean, look at this guy. He went from bubble to confidently making it with no issues. Like I believe that if I train just like I did this year, that the same thing can happen to me. Um that one's always been one step ahead of me, and I've, it's always my goal to to catch him. How, how old are you, James? I'm 20. Let's count how many times Savon asked how old I am on this podcast. You're you're how old? Uh, <laughs> still. Um. Uh. Um. What were you going to say, Dallin? You were going to say something about it. He believes he gets an extra wife also. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Um, with us getting better, I think that the age we are and like our training age and how long we've been doing it all of that comes into play but i think we are able to get better exponentially compared to a lot of the field and with the like the resources we have when it comes to coaching we're training full-time with our coaches where um, a lot of people when they were our age never had that opportunity and i think that plays a huge role in that are are you are you rested and, and and healed and and ready 
hundred percent. Dallin, are there anything? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There we go. Throwback games work out. Two thousand sixteen. Hundred percent. Brent Fikowski. That's a good thing. That's uh, uh, that's my go-to saying, and now Dallin says it all the time. I rub off on that workout, actually, James. What is it? It's a bunch of box jump overs and sandbag cleans. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a fun one. Sprinty workout. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dallin, are there are there any things that you're consciously aware of that will be either either the same or different competing in the individual field relative to teens? Um, the field is deeper. Um, I think in the teenage division, there's kind of like three or four separate groupings of athletes, um, and like they kind of stay together in all of the workouts, and then maybe the bottom half mixes a little mixes a little more. And I think the men's field, especially this year, and just in general with the individual is deeper. You have to every second and every point matters. You have to fight for every point. Um, and the weekend's just a long, little bit longer, a couple more events. And I'm, I'm aware of that and ready. All the years that you did teenagers, there was never a, like a day off. It was always just straight through three days. 2018 we did. The t- oh, the age groups did have mm-hmm. a day off that year. Okay. Yeah. So you got a little, little experience with that. Yeah. I think that, back- it's always like kind of awkward. Like, you're in yeah. the competition mindset, you know, and you have that first day and like the engines are revving and then it's like, okay, now I got to back off for a day. What do I do? So it's good that you've like had, they've had that. First event jitters all over again, Friday morning. When, whenever we watch these events, whether it's the, the semifinals or the games, there's always a few events you see where there's a last minute pass that didn't need to happen. Mm. Meaning, meaning there's a sprint and one guy just takes his foot off the gas just a little too early, like looks around to the left or, or just gets kind of lackadaisical and they get passed or bulldozed um, by Cole Sager. Yes. Wow. Um, what do you think? I, I was thinking of the Maderos uh, on event two at the 2020 games, but then you brought that up. <laughs> I didn't realize we, that happened to me. It did happen to you. Oh, multiple times. I've um, we also did it to he also did it to George Turner at the game. Oh my god! End of the rock run. Cole Cole's notorious for stealing hearts. Um, Points. Is that something? How are you going to stop that from happening, James? Wait, me? Oh, this year or I was uh, going to ask Dallin, but since you're the one who fucked it up a couple of times, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. How, how do you? How are you going to stop? It? it always trips me out when I see that at that high level. I think that uh, you need to take into account in training that, like, for your last minute in an AMRAP or your last minute in a workout, like, it needs to be the hardest minute. You need to close. Like, closing is a huge part in any sport. In a fourth quarter of a football game, in the ninth inning of a baseball game, can you close? Same thing in CrossFit. Are you going to be able to close? I obviously haven't been able to. It, but it, it's a mental error, right? It's just oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and it's the, the West coast one. I was, uh, that was all I had. I, I went out way too hot. I was an idiot. Dude. I mean, that was a brutal event. You still got second place in the event. Yeah. Like, yeah. Great, great oh, for sure. For sure. I appreciate But it's that. a little, but I think what I, what I hear you saying is it's not like, it's not something that happens. Like you can prepare for that. You can oh, yeah. be practical yeah. in the approach in your training to make sure that that's not a foreign idea, but you're actually putting it into practice. Maybe not every single workout, you know, where every workout has a different purpose, but that there are times that the intent is like, make sure I finish well here. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Dallin, I'm part of the pepper cheer squad front row Coliseum. Oh, that's awesome. Whoa. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me that Susie Telly. Look forward to meeting uh, Corinne too. $50 for Sevy, 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 Sevy. Okay. You can call me Sevy for fitty, hey, a fitty hey, spot. Cause we'd be fitty. Is this, is this the most you've ever made on a podcast or are we yes, it in I'm you? having you guys on tomorrow morning. First thing. 
Yeah. I, I mean, Dallin, has that ever happened to you? And do you have a plant that like, has Torres talked to you about it? I mean, it, it actually, the most obvious place we saw it this year, just the most ridiculous point thing we saw this year, we saw Brooke Wells, Kelly Clark, and Rebecca. Yeah, Uslier, all within you know one point of each other. But I'm in these text threads, or I hang out with these games dorks, and they'll show me stuff where if one person you don't even think of would have done something different, it will shift the fucking whole leaderboard, and people will be falling in and out of places. And I'm like, I'm like, man, if the athletes could see this, yeah, it I mean, shoves everything around. And uh, just is, is are you because I heard you say every point counts. Is it that is that like? You're, yeah, you're ready. Don't, I mean, don't be soft from the beginning. I mean, that points in event one are just as important at the end. And no matter where you're falling on the leaderboard, each, each one spot is still just as valuable no matter where it is on the leaderboard in each workout. Um, who who will be your wingman at the games? Um, there's I know there's Matt Torres and Dom, mm-hmm. but there's are there just are there two athletes from your camp who are yeah, just Danielle and I, and then Matt and Dom will have the coaches' passes, and then Cooper will be anywhere and everywhere helping us. So, is Cooper your agent also? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh well, that works out nicely. Oh, who's yeah. Benji? Benji? One of you guys mentioned a guy named Benji. <laughs> oh, oh, I heard of Benji. Well, okay, he's a the Benji. man. Benji's the man. Is yes, Cooper sir. the man? They're both the man. The man. Benji's a man. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how, um, has Danielle uh, Brandon been a distraction? Tell me, no. tell me, tell me the truth. You had Dom and Torres to yourself and now <laughs> you're, you're sharing them with Pinky. <laughs> Pinky. <laughs> um, no, honestly, like we both said like the other day, the last few weeks of training and games prep has been more fun than I've ever had training. Cause um, I'm gone. The intensity is I mean, having a female competitor that you're training with, no offense, James, but like there's no direct comparison. You're able to push each other when you need to. And there's no like she'll smash me in a workout and it's like, okay, I just need to get better at that. And like I can learn from the approach she took or different techniques and same thing the other way. Have you have you felt any of um Danielle's uh directness? Oh, fuck it. Have you felt any of Danielle's wrath? Like, you know, like you touch, you moved her bar or you moved her chalk or like you were in her line, like you were standing too close to her when you were rowing. I know she has like the COVID rules are really serious to her. She has like the six foot, six yeah, foot thing like while she's distance. rowing. Yeah. Have, have you had any, have you been talked to at all? Hey, don't stand there. Don't, don't any of that. No, I feel like I'm aware enough of. And I, I'm picky enough as well. Like, I don't like people standing in front of me while I'm working out. I'm, I'm aware of what people want and don't want in the middle of their workouts and during their training. So have you talked to her? Have you had to talk to her? Like when she came, were you like, "Uh, Danielle, come here. I want to show you something. And then take it back and be like, yo, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like seriously, this ain't a fucking joke here. Don't bring your fucking three ring fucking toast bakers or circus to this (laughs) fucking place. (laughs) No, it's, it's been pretty chill. No. Okay. So it's just chill. It's just like, it's just chill. It's and, and and on the flip side, maybe it's good. It's like you know when a new kid comes to your second grade class, it's like cool. It brings some energy from it. They're like yeah, from exactly. Taiwan or something, and you're like, okay, yeah. this is cool. Oh, we'll fun. check out what he got for lunch and take that shit. <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline Robertson, one advance on all the work next week is going to be for you guys. 
Did I? I don't tremendous, understand that, but he's flexing in that photo. CrossFit, Jacqueline. Thank you. Dang, they're making the PMI guy look bad, Ricardo Montalban. Um, so 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 it's added energy. You're Stephane's still a sucker honeymoon. for the home run. He doesn't value consistency. Ah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, so, so so it's it's brought energy to the to the place having her there. Yeah, like like it's been more legitimately. Fun. Danielle's an awesome person to hang out around and train with, and uh keeps things light in her own way just like james does i've used that as a tool as well um i tend to take myself too seriously um a lot of the time and that's something i've worked on this year danielle and james have both helped with that and it's like we're laughing right before a workout starts but as soon as the workout's on like we're learning and trying to become the best so does corinne have a job or go to school uh she's in school full-time and then she's also a nutrition coach and then She's she gets credit for like fifty one percent of whatever shows up on the floor with how much she helps me. Oh, that's awesome! So so you you have but you have two different lives. Yeah, she's not in there like she's not in there like trying to be friends with Danielle or some shit. No, they're sitting outside right now listening. Oh, they're homies. Oh, that's a fuck up. That's a fuck up. You should have never let that happen. She's at the gym with us all day. Oh, Corinne is. Yeah, this was this was a year ago. That's crazy, man. Yeah, mini putt putt, baby. God, that is crazy. <laughs> I lost that shirt. It was a good shirt. Oh, the one with the the twin towers burning on it. <laughs> That's what the U is in Noble. Did you know that? That's the twin tower. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Dallin Dallin could get his uh his name on a shirt to be sold this year. He wasn't cool enough. Nope, couldn't get it. <laughs> I, I voted. I voted for him ten times. I was sad. Yeah. Um. T- tell me about Emma Carey. I really wanted to, um, I-, I wanted to like get on the, the Emma bandwagon. Like I wanted like, and, and then she, she uh, what happened to her? She's Wounded? amazing. She's, yeah, it, she's, yeah. She's, she's, she's the amazing. best. And she's she, just a kid. She's just a little kid too, right? Like you guys, how old is she? She's 18. She's 18. She's matured so much in the last seven months that we've been there. We'll have these card nights a couple times a week and watch TV shows. And every week I feel like she comes up with some new mature thing to say. And it's awesome. <laughs> she could she can't even she can't even go to well no last year she couldn't even go to r-rated movie oh yeah oh we i don't <laughs> think that's the most thing anyway but <laughs> <laughs> she's the only pg-13 um we, is she what happened she hurt her back at, at wadapalooza or going into wadapalooza and then we haven't seen her since or she heard it at dubai in okay. december and yeah i mean she's just been rehabbing it she made the best effort she could to get it ready for the season. And she made the smart decision to pull out for this year. And then she's, it's allowed her to work on the things that she needed to work on. Um, even though it was a back injury, she can do everything that was a weakness and she's improved a ton in those areas. And it's kind of scary to see how much better she's gotten in a lot of areas. I have an unpopular opinion that, a young athlete going through this is one of the best things that can happen because it happened to me and it taught me so much about listening to my body and, and being smarter in training. And um, I think that you can use that the rest of your career to know when little things come up, how to approach it better and how to have a better mindset through it. So, you know what, as much as it sucks in the moment, I've been, I've been like just telling her like, Hey, this is, this is going to be a blessing in disguise in the future. God, you know, you know, James, you are going to be a, uh, a a superstar in the sport, regardless of how you do, man. Thanks, brother. 
Yeah, you're a good, dude. Uh, Down, you're going to have to win three times to be I'm right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You have to get three three games victories out of you. Um, uh, Brian has told me and convinced me that this is the hardest field in the history, uh, maybe, of the sport. It, the yeah, men's field. The, the men's field, and or, or at least definitely worth talking about. There's like, there's a like a, a real argument there. Um, and then this is your uh, rookie year coming into it. What? Where do you set your goals? Uh, my goal is top ten. This top year. ten. Yep. And, then, and, and why not set your goal to be on the podium or top five or top twenty? How do you? How do you? What, do you choose a goal? How do you choose your goal? Choose something that's extremely difficult, but realistic, and with where I know I'm at. Brian, does he have any holes? Like, 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 you're like, oh shit! If this comes up, down's fucked. Well, <clears throat> at this point in the season, the only way that those questions are relevant is relative to the field he's competing against. So, you know, you can enter him into most competitions anywhere, and the answer to that's going to be no. But this is the, the most difficult competition on earth, and things that he's really good at still might yield finishes in the mid-teens, because that's how good this field is. But we've seen we've seen what he can do, and uh, I think in a, we've had enough touch points with Dallin in the last year, and also, you know, he has. <clears throat> For a rookie in the in the elite division, he does have a lot of experience to draw on, and that's another thing. <clears throat> excuse me, that's that's another area where you could say that an athlete could have a hole: durability, recoverability, process between events. And I think that the like the stuff that's not measured on the field is areas that he has an advantage over a lot of people uh, that have one, only maybe one or two years' experience at the games, where he's actually has three. Plus, he's done Wadapalooza. He's had competitive semifinals runs twice. He's competed in the LCQ. And he knows that he can hang with these guys. And besides Fakowski, if he gets on the podium, he'll be the biggest guy in the, in the history of the sport to get on the podium, right? Mm, I mean, I mean, not, besides Hogberg besides going back, be, who? Hogberg. Probably what year was that? Size. He, was that, he, he, he edged out Fakowski on a tie break in 2018. Okay. How big? Do you know how big Hogberg is? Anyone? I bet he's very similar size to Dallin, about yeah. six foot, probably two ten. Um, did you think about that when you when you stepped into this sport? Me about being tall. Yeah, just to be your yeah, not only tall, your fucking truck. No, I mean it has advantages and disadvantages, just like anyone else's body type. And you probably think you're small because you work out next to James. Dude, I, yeah, I don't. It makes think... me feel short. But Dallin, are you? I mean, I feel like you're a pretty similar size to Velner, actually. Yeah, Velner's not that much smaller. That's, that's what I was going to say. He's like an inch smaller, 10 pounds lighter. Yeah. Craig has $100 on Pepper to beat Flopper. Oh, Jesus. I can't believe really <laughs> said that out loud. Uh, let me reread that. Craig has $100 on Pepper to beat Hopper. You, you got a typo in this fucking thing. Dude, that's a good typo, I feel like. <laughs> oh, God. I think it's a really good typo. Can he do it? Um, who's Who's Craig? <laughs> We'll just assume it's. Oh, is it uh, like the? Uh, uh, is that the dude sitting under? <laughs> this no might idea. be between her legs. Okay, well let's go. James, you crushed it at Can West. It was fun watching you compete. Thank you. W- was it hard to decide to do that, uh, James? No, no, I didn't want to end on the LCQ. I need to end in person, and um, it was a really fun competition. Really well put together. Great people. Um, super fun events. I mean, Matt Fraser and Jake Marconi programmed them super well. Um, it was super fun to go out there because the events weren't necessarily, there was like one event in my wheelhouse and the rest could have gone anyway. 
Um, and so it was fun to go out there and see like, Hey, I can hang in events that maybe I'm not as like well picked for and, um, had some really good confidence boost there. Mitchell Stevenson competed there as well. Yeah. He's, he's a stud. I love that dude. Is that, was that the first time you'd spent much time with him or have you guys crossed paths before? First time I've ever met him. And he actually doesn't live too far from me here in Washington. I was like, man, why have we not hung out? He's such a quality dude. I'm so excited to hang out with him on demo team. Yeah, I think he's he's also has like similarly um, morals and high you know yeah. high standard of living as you guys for sure. Wow, you, wow. you, have, you what you have more? You have high morals, James? Uh, sometimes, usually high, on tu- usually on Tuesdays. You have and, and a high standard of living. You drink clean water. Oh man, I just had this. I just had this Hawaiian volcanic water. I don't know where it came from, but like it was in my fridge, and I was like, holy heck, that's good. Uh I appreciate you guys coming on. I have uh, one bit of, uh, I have no advice for you down. You're a fucking special human being. And, and thank you. No, for coming I, on. I have one question for you real quick. Swan. Okay. Let me just give my piece of advice to James here. And then James, if at any time you want to get off that fucking demo team, just tell me to send you a link and we'll start live streaming with you and they'll kick your ass out of there. And then you can work the rest of the week for me. So you're saying you want me to like expose workouts to you and like, get no, off? it doesn't have to be exposed to workout. Just maybe the girl's changing or something. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Mr. The advice, right. brother. Right. Yes. Absolutely. That's what, uh, all, all Brian had to do was point a camera at, at James Hobart from 300 yards away. And he got kicked out of the, working for the games last year. True story. Okay. Wow, true. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Pepper. I, I feel like, uh, this podcast went much better than our last one and we can keep practicing if you'd like. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe that was 45 minutes actually. You're a good dude. I'll be bugging you. Th- uh, I will be bugging you throughout the week, um, Dallin. Never feel pressure to respond. I know you guys are busy, but I got a show to run, and I got to try to get famous faces like you on it to pay the bills. So if you yeah, can, come on. Sir. If not, low stress. All right, brother. Thank you guys. See you guys soon. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you guys th- so much. Thank you. Have a good one. See ya. I'm kicking James off. Bam. <laughs> hey. What's up? I'm so happy. It's someone that's, uh, you know, Within 20 years of his age. <laughs> uh, is this, this, uh, let me know if this music's bothering you. I'm sitting at a Starbucks and, uh, and, uh, waiting for my daughter's gymnastics, uh, to end. And I don't know if, if this is going to annoy you. If it is, I'll it's okay. It, it's okay. Uh, okay. what are our options? Do you have another spot? Like, uh, I could try to find another spot inside. Uh, okay, fuck it. Let's just do it. Don't even don't wanna, even trip. You want to roll with it? What? Well, yeah. I, and I'm blurry. Why am I blurry? I'm not a blurry cat. I'm, I'm a good dude. Again, some nice some nice scenery in the background. Though. You got the you got the palm I, trees and shit. I know. Where are you? I am uh, literally. <laughs> Um, off the off the 215 and Decatur here, you can see the expressways back there. Um, In Vegas, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like I'm like five minutes away from my daughter's gymnast uh, gymnastics school. Yep. Great. And and how many kids again do you have, Justin? Two. I got a five year old and a two year old. And you, wow, God, you're and a busy my, man. And my five year old is uh, is uh, my my two year old. Uh, we don't know yet, but but he's kind of, seems like he's following in my five year old's footsteps. But she is uh, she's a phenom. She is. Oh my god, she is uh, astounding. Yeah, it's, and, it's incredible. Yeah, and you and you have uh, like balance beams and and trampolines and all that shit. And she's, she's doing five it. years old. She's already a level three. She was the youngest. She finished third in the state, level two, two years younger than any than any level two. 
um, in, uh, in, at the Nevada gymnastic States. Uh, she's a prodigy rock climber. She's, she was just, I don't know. She's a freak, bro. She's absolutely incredible. This is a V five. I don't know if you understand that, but I don't, but I know how hard that old. is to do that. Yeah, That's it's crazy. So V five at five years old. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, Heard there's going to be a, at the California Hormone Games. There's going to be a uh, she's going to go head to head with Avi in a couple of events. <laughs> nice, there you go. Yeah, it's um, pretty. It's pretty freaking awesome. And have you had her tested, Justin, for PEDs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, she's uh, she's. I'll tell you what. She's powered by cookie dough, bro. Powered by cookie dough. Um, having having uh, kids really puts everything in uh, perspective, right? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I, there's no way to really describe it. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm obsessed. I probably have like a, a like an unhealthy obsession, I think with, with, especially with my daughter, <laughs> but well, yeah, I just, I love them so much and they're you, so, it's, you like watching people move too. And you have a, a tremendous mover who's like just learning every single day and it's, you can just be yeah, obsessed with watching them. I totally get it's it. Exciting. It's exciting. And, and you know, they're, they're super cool and you know, but yeah, but right now it's tough because, because I'm, when I get around this time of year and I'm so like one track mind with, with the games and my wife is ready to kill me. She's like, yesterday I was like, you just need to get on a plane and go to Madison. Like yeah. your head's already there. She's like, you know, I'll see you when you get back. So yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's an interesting, it's always an interesting time of year. And who are your athletes you're going to Madison with this year? Oh, we got Ricky and we got uh, Alex Kazan, and then underdogs hat. We have some more, but me specifically, I'm, I'm focused on, on those two. And uh, who and which one will you be the coach of there? Both of them, or just one of yeah. them? Both no, of I'll them. coach both. Yeah, and I'll, I'll have help. Obviously, I'll have help from from Kiefer. Kiefer, uh, Kiefer will help me, and and uh, uh, and then and then Benny's coming, so Benny will be there as well um, for Ricky. So we'll have a crew in the back, and then Tommy is coaching um, the, the, uh, the team that we have there, he's coaching the Russian team. And so Tommy is always great to have back there also. So, so Tommy will help out and, um, you know, it's, it's a family affair. We got a, we got a, we got a bunch of people there. It'll be, I, I actually cool. wanted to ask you about what it's been like having, uh, that, that team in town. It's been super cool. I mean, listen, the language barrier is immense. <laughs> They have one athlete who speaks uh, re- relatively decent English. So basically Tommy communicates through her and, and um, you know, but they, they've been, I mean, they've been working their asses off, you know, and they're very impressive. Do you know what, uh, yeah. you know who are you talking about? Good. Sorry, catch me up here. Sorry, guys, I'm lost. Who are we talking about? Yeah. So we have a team, underdogs, uh, Tommy Hackenbrook coaches uh, a team. They won the Far East. They are a Russian team. Oh, okay. Uh, and they won the Far East. They actually, I think they won every event, came in second on one event, and set a world record in the thruster rope climb. Is that correct, Brian Friend? I don't know about the last one, but uh, I believe it. Yeah, they were very impressive. I think there. they did. Um, and I, they're, they're very, very good. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm stoked to see them. I think, I think, that, uh, I think they can do well. Uh, so, you know, and Tommy is amazing, and watching him kind of, you know, get really excited again about, about coaching teams that that's been very cool to watch. He's been in the gym just about every day and, 
you know, I think people forget how, how good Tommy Hackenbrook is at everything. <laughs> so Justin, I'm just uh, trying the little I know about it. Is it one of their guys or girls that speaks English? The the girl, uh, Senya. Okay. Is the other one Alexandra? Uh, they have an Alexandra. Yeah. They yeah, have she, an Alexandra. She, but, she's but, done some pretty my, my, from what I know about him, I, I, I perceive her to be the best as an individual. She had a pretty. She is, and she team. didn't even compete at um, at semis. She had an injury, um, so Senya stepped in. So they they did all of that without without uh, Alexandra. So uh, we, I think Tommy's still making that decision and it, with them as to who's going to be the final four because uh, they have wow. six here. They have all six here. So um, so I think he's deciding on, on what the, you know, the best route to go. Seven, I've told you about these guys before. It's the Kalashnikov team, and I call them like the the mayhem of Russia. Like it's an it's a it's a a compound basically where the best athletes in Russia go to train. They have masters athletes, there, individuals, and and this team. Isn't that a gun? I believe it is a gun. Yeah, yeah, Uh, I approve. I approve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Justin, um, uh, Alex. uh, Gazan, uh, Ricky yeah. Garrard, uh, yeah. no, no stranger to uh, controversy. Ricky, uh, incredible comeback, great story. Uh, I, I, I think, um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, of both of them. You had uh, obviously Danielle Brandon there. She she leaves. It's a big hubbaloo uh, because uh, it, it may have not been a big deal if it was you know six months ago, but it's just prior to the games. Sure. I, I I have two questions. Maybe we can't answer the first one. The first question is because we're so intimate as a sport. Is this unique to CrossFit? Like, if this were just like a NBA player, um, would it not be? Is our community more intimate? Is it more nosy? Is there more information? Would it not be as? I mean, it feels really dramatic to me. It, it's it made is a lot dramatic. Of, it's no, made a I, lot I don't of noise. Think I mean. Go ahead. Uh, it is dramatic. I don't think there's any question. I, I, I think in any sport, it would be dramatic um, when you've got someone who's that talented and that high profile who, who you know, um, you know, who's no longer with a with a team, essentially, you know, and in our camp, who's, you know, who's, or in our case, who's no longer with our camp. You know? So, yeah, I don't think there's any question that it's dramatic. And, and I, I think rightly so, you know, um, and so close I, to the to get to the to the big event. Yeah, it's kind of unprecedented, obviously, um, and uh, you know, it, I, it's not an ideal situation. And I, I, you know, and I, I'm sure, I'm sure Danielle would say the same thing. And you know, um, but but we are where we are, and and uh, you know, uh, obviously, we, we wish her the best. And and I'm sure she listen. She's she's a beast, man. She's gonna do great. She's she's an incredibly talented athlete, and uh, and I'm sure no matter you know where she ends up or what she does, she's she's going to be an extremely successful athlete. She's she's I will always stand by the fact, unless I eventually coach someone who's more naturally gifted, she's the most naturally gifted athlete I've ever coached, without question. Um, you know, it's just uh, things happen. Um, and, and when you when you go there. Is there a is there a plan, or have you guys talked already, or will you talk will it will you talk to her there to sort of um, settle any weirdness? Do you know what I mean? Like, let's say like I went to a wedding and my ex wife was there, and I'm with my new wife. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Is there any like, hey, is there any plan or or? I mean, because your relationship was so intimate, right? I mean, you were spending. 
Yeah, no, honestly, our relationship, Savannah, I, I mean, if we're, if we're being honest, like my relationship with Danielle, for the most part, was fantastic. Uh, my athlete, the athlete coach relationship between Danielle and I was always very strong. Um, right, right up to the last minute, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I care very deeply about Danielle, uh, and, and I want to see the best for her. Um, you know, for, for us, it was ultimately a, a culture clash and we decided that, that the, you know, that, that for our culture, what we're trying to build, it just wasn't, it wasn't working out and it was a move that we had to make. And I know it was a, a sudden move, but I think, uh, it, it had to be done and, and I'm, I'm resolute in my decision. I, I'm unwavering in it. And, um, but that being said, I don't want her to do badly. I mean, I, of course I feel not. Like of course not. I, I feel that from I you feel, too. I, of course not. No, I, I mean, I mean, listen, the, the strides that we made, you know, I mean, if you look at, 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 at what happened at West coast classic last year, you look at the games kind of the up and down. And then you look at, at, at how solidly she performed, at, at you know it was nearly flawless performance at um at the mac and four five six you know four five six i mean she she's she's good enough in my opinion you know this year to, to finish top five i haven't changed that opinion and I'm, and it wouldn't surprise me and i and i i really do hope that that you know we can we can see each other and and you know and, and things will be amicable i i hope that i hope that you know um because at the end of the day like i said i i uh you know, there was really nothing that ever happened between her and I that, that, you know, was like, oh shit, you know, we're not, we're not cool now, you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there's, I, I, obviously I, I think for us right now, like our focus is, is, is Alex and Ricky and her focus should be the games. And, you know, I know a lot of people are like, what happened? What happened? And a lot of people want to know the details. And I just don't think right now is the time to discuss. I agree. It. You know, I on, agree. Our, on our end, it's just not the right time. It's not a I good agree. time, you know? So, yeah. Do you, do you, have, have you, um, have you, have you processed it emotionally? I asked her the same thing. Um, I asked Matt Torres the same thing about Phil Toon and because it is so close to game day. And I got the impression from both of them that it was like, I was like, have you had, have you cried a lot about it? And she goes, basically, Danielle said, not yet. It's like something like, I feel like both of them, Matt Torres had to kick the Phil Toon thing down the road. And, and I feel like Danielle had to kick that down the road. And, and because now's not the time to kind of process it, let the games finish and then fucking, grab a pillow and scream yeah I, I i i think that i've i've i'll be honest with you it's been really hard for me yeah uh, i've had a very i've had a very difficult time with it. um you know this is not at all what i expected or how i expected this to go i thought i would coach danielle for her entire career and i thought that we'd win the crossfit games together. i thought and i'd die doing the trip. behind the scenes i thought at, at 87 i'd have yeah. a heart attack in a wheelchair doing the behind the scenes at the crossfit games right i mean that, that if we're being <laughs> honest about it that that that's what i thought but Simone, right. at the end of the day man like like here's the deal there's not that one person is not is not bigger than 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 brand or what we're trying to do and it just I want it to be bigger than the brand. I know. I know. It's hard. It ended up being a situation that, you know, we are where we are. And so, yeah, it's been hard for me. I've had a hard time and, and, uh, I'm sure I will continue to, um, you know, there's been some things since, since it happened that, that I haven't been extremely, uh, you know, I wasn't extremely happy with the whole brute podcast for being honest, but listen, it it is what it is that people, 
will will I think they have to deal with things in certain ways. And and I you know I was I was hurt and disappointed with some of the things that were said on there. And and uh, you know, but but like I said, right right now is not the time to to respond or or you know really go kind of dive into the minutia of of what happened. I, it's not fair to the our athletes, and it's certainly not fair to Danielle right now. That, that that's the way I feel about it. I couldn't agree more. Um, Sevon is a half cooked cookie today, soft and gooey. <laughs> come, come eat me, Jonathan. Come eat me. Um, well, what, what, what are we seeing in, um, in, in uh, Miss uh, Gazan? Uh, is this? Is she a new breed? Is does she have a peer? Um, have we seen her before in, in the sport? Is she something um, unique? I, I feel yeah, like that there's something she put 35 question. pounds on her back squat. She got a 248 bench press just, and she's not even a fucking bench presser. What are we looking at here? She has a, kind of a, a dirt twirler vibe to her. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, yeah. like, like a hippie vibe yet. Totally. Like, yeah. uh, like she's been through a lot already and she's just like a, just a great mindset. Um, married already. What? Yeah, yeah. Are you got, tripping on? Are you tripping on her? I'm tripping on her a little bit. Like, I am. What I'll tell is you this, what, man? I didn't. I, I, I knew. Listen, when I, when we started together, I, there were things, right? There were. You, you see things as a coach. You see the ability to be able to do things that are hard, that generally take people years and years and years to be able to master. Um, and she was she was already naturally gifted at those things, right? And 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 now you're starting to see her lifting coming along, her her strength. You know, um, she has home runs, right? Now at the games, that's very important. It's very important to have home runs at the games. Um, and I think you'll see a very up and down games for her this year. If we're being honest, it, it, there'll be some events that are probably going to be a wake up call where she's like, Holy shit. And then there's going to be some events that we're going to look at and she's going to be licking her lips. Like she was the legless. You know what I mean? There'll be some things that she'll look at and be like, I can sink my teeth into that. Um, I know for her, you know, putting a number like where is she going to finish? I, I know she's not looking at it like that. I think she, there's no substitute for experience. She's 20 years old. She's going to go there. She's going to soak it up. And when and and I honestly believe with her trajectory that the next two years are where you're going to see the biggest growth. Um, I think after the games, we'll sit down and honestly, man, like I think she's going to ultimately have to make a decision. And I think most athletes that 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 are this good this early have to make a decision. And the decision is. What do I want to be in this sport? Do I want to be? Do I want to go for top five? Right? Do Do I want to be somebody who can finish on the podium, or do I want to be somebody who feels pretty cool about making the games? I go, I finish tenth to twenty fifth. I make a living. I get sponsorships. That's cool. I have a little bit more balance. Blah blah blah. At the end of the day, um, she has a great role model in Carrie Pierce who can 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 talk to her about what it means to go all in where, where there is no fucking balance. Like, here's the deal. Like, if you want to be the best, you, you eat, sleep, shit, breathe. Everything is I'm fucking making the podium, right? Like that's, 
that's the way it goes. And we've seen the best in the sport. That's the way it is. Like, you know, they, they live in their parents' basement and they fucking, that's what they do. They wake up and they do a workout. They go to sleep, they get up in the middle of the night, they do a workout. Like, does she want to do that? I don't know. You know, we haven't had that talk yet. It's not, it's not, it hasn't been that time. You know what I mean? I don't think it would be fair to her to have that discussion yet. Uh, what I'm seeing though is I'm seeing somebody who's good enough to have that discussion with. And, and, she's and then kind I of, think from there, how good she I can, you know, how good can she be? I don't know. We'll see. I don't mean to sound like a self-help book, but there's a, a, a kind of a destiny component with her. Like, like what is she doing in Vegas? What is she doing running into Carrie Pierce? What is she doing ending up with Bethany and, and Danielle? What is she doing ending up at underdogs athletics? Like the whole thing after talking to her is like so fortuitous. It's like, the life's bringing she's she's stumbling into into these things in life and then living up to the expectations of them absolutely you know and i and i think she's so wise beyond her years because of the bullshit you know the shit she's had to deal with in her life i mean you had her on yeah yeah crying i was crying for half the episode yeah she's mature as shit yeah oh my god you know and and uh she's got a great mindset you know and and i and i think um I, what I see though is like I see at each stage a little bit more fire, right? Like after quarterfinals, you saw you saw the fire where it was like, holy shit! I finished twelfth or eleventh or twelfth. Brian would know eleventh or twelfth, and then and then it was like, okay, you know, we got her to believe going into Granite, and after the event three, she was like, holy shit! Like I'm good enough to do this now, and then you know she's training with Ricky and and. And uh, you start to see that fire and that competitiveness come out. And, you know, it's exciting to me, um, you know, to, to be able to see it. And um, I just want her to go and experience and we try to execute the plans and whatever happens this year happens. But, but I think it's going to be this amazing building block moving forward for her. And I, I'm just so fucking happy for her. It's awesome. Um, how, how, is, how is Ricky's confidence? How is he, how, how is he doing? I think Ricky's he, doing great. On top of the world, it's he's hard. He's hard great. to he's hard to read. Yeah, he's just so laid back, and yeah. You know, but he's he's got a fire in his belly, you know. I mean, he's super motivated, and you know, he wants to go prove that that, that he is as good as as uh, you know as people as people thought he was, you know. And and uh, you know, the games is I I think that I think he's going to be able to sink his teeth into it, man. There's a lot of workouts there that that generally fall in into his uh, you know in, in the things that he really likes to do, um, and and I'm hoping that we'll see a lot of that. I'm hoping we'll see a lot of of of, uh, of running and, and endurance events, and hot objects, grunt work, and just nastiness. And because he tends to do really well at that stuff, his his top end strength is better than it's ever been in his life. He's very, very healthy right now. We were we were managing a little elbow thing, and he told me now he feels 100%. He got to uh, Madison a couple of days ago. We're, we're, we're deloading him right now. He's got a, you know, got a, a weak taper, and, and I, I think he should be ready to go. What I'm, The thing with Ricky is managing the nerves, you know. Um, we saw that in, in Torian where, you know, he, he almost puked himself out of the event on the first workout, you know, and uh, – the good news is I think that that was the, the, the monkey on the back. I think it was only three spots. That's semifinals. If he doesn't get to the games, all the trolls are going to fucking block, right? So I think we're in a situation where – Can he, he can leverage kinda... that? Does he leverage that? Does he leverage the trolls and the ego 
or, or does it eat away at him? You know what I mean? Like, is no, he... it does, definitely doesn't eat away at him. I, I, I it, it eats away at me more than it eats away at him. Yeah, you he know? acts like, like it doesn't. He, I no. mean, he's he's cool. He's cool as a cucumber. Oh, he is, man. He's cool as the other side of the pillow. That one. There, there's no doubt about it. He's fucking. And I and and what? Just what a good dude. He came here, and I swear, he just like fell into the the community like he'd been here forever and and uh you know he stayed with it was cool he stayed with mitch uh carrie's boyfriend and then michelle came and they stayed you know he was there and uh she, the two of them were there and 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 he just hit it off with everybody and i think everyone is so stoked that he's a part of this a part of this group and a part of this family and you know i i also think we might uh his first experience in vegas sucked and i think he loved this one um, <laughs> he got locked in so, a hotel room vomiting oh yeah, yeah. So, so I think he's. Uh, I think you're going to see him come over here for an extended period of time next season and and train for for four or five months with the crew, which is which is super exciting for maybe, me. Maybe a little competition uh, in the middle of there somewhere. I think so. Maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe two. There might be two competitions. Brian, we'll um, did, did I see that that teams will be riding bikes? Oh, that the, the, the CrossFit Games posted something. It looked like uh, they said, "Yeah, teams be ready to ride." And, and so, do Maybe. you think that that means individuals will be riding also? I don't know. I mean, uh, possibly. That's good for Ricky, right? He's good on the bike, right? Ah, uh, that would be phenomenal for Ricky. Yes. Yeah. He 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 won the bike workout, right? Like easy. Yeah, he won the cycle cross. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he, he, and and if it is a bike event, I hope it's only a bike event. <laughs> that would be great. I don't want to pair it with anything else. Just have it be a bike event. That would be beautiful. But he can do it all, right? He does all. He, oh, I, he, can, I, I know. he can swim, I, run, and bike, right? All of them. Uh, but he's a, he's a good swimmer. He's not a great swimmer. As far as like the Australians, he's, he'd be lower on the totem pole. But he's a very confident swimmer. He's an incredible runner, and he's a, he's a he's phenomenal on the bike. So I'm just saying I would want that to be one event because then I, I don't want him to make it a run bike. I want the run to be a, a bunch in, in a bunch of other events, just selfishly, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for him. I think he can do great. Um, and I, I it's a it, it's a long weekend with a lot of events, and I I think for him there's going to be certain events that he just. You know, it's gonna come out. It's gonna. He's gonna look at it and be like, "Okay, like I can just go and fucking go off on that event and try to win it." And I, I think there'll be several of those, and you know, he 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 definitely, I think, is a much more well-rounded athlete. Um, and we tested a couple of the events that he did very poorly at, and, and he did incredibly, you know, so much better. Um, so I'm excited for him. I think he's got to be in the mix. You know, for for top ten for sure. I you know maybe even better than that. I, I think he's this. You know, the field is phenomenal, but I, he's going to be right in the mix. Will Delugos be at the games? No, Matt's not gone. He's going to hang here. He's got to babysit. <laughs> he's going to help my wife. He's going to help my wife babysit. <laughs> and 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 um, is that is that. I forgot to ask James if he – oh, James is going to be on the demo team. I wonder if that's if that's normal. Like you don't make the games and you're like, fuck it, I'm not going. Like like I, I, like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go unless I had a job there. Everyone's like, why aren't you going? Because I don't got a fucking job there. I need a yeah, job I think, there. I think it's hard. It, it, yeah. It, I think it's hard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he doesn't – you know what I mean? Like he wants to make it. He wants to be there because he needs it, you know. Um, so – I, I understand it. it. Makes perfect sense. He also had a little bit of an injury that he's that he's still rehabbing. Um, he's doing really well. Uh, he's you know he's only got a couple limitations, but it's just not bad. And 
Uh, so he's getting back into training now, and he's very, very motivated. Um, <laughs> this guy's wondering what you're thinking, right? Um, I'm just taking it in like the rest of you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I know he's he's very excited for this next season for sure. Um, has when you see these the the drug tests popping, um, do you ever? Do you ever worry about your own athletes? Are you ever like, oh shit, like? Yeah, I think you does worry. It, does it start you making worry. you paranoid? Yeah. Do, uh, do, you, it have, do you have a? Now. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, we we had Ben Bergeron. He's even a seasoned guy. He has all these rules, I think, in ethics and ethics and behaviors expected around his gym. And we asked him, hey, do you have a drug policy? And he goes, no. Like, like I just expect yeah. them not to take drugs. But, I, but that's gonna change. Uh, yeah, it's like gonna change for all of us. Yeah, you have to. Uh, it, we've already started talking about implementing something and you know, honesty agreement or you know something along those lines. That, um, and then also like a list that people are taking so we can make sure that you know everything is kosher and you know. Um, and then and then the possibility of even doing some some drug testing during the year. Uh, you know, um, and it would be something that we we talk about with our athletes, right? Like we right. Would, talk about it up front before the season like this is what we're planning it, it, this is to make sure that you know um it's it's not that we don't trust you it would be to make sure that the supplements that you're taking are clean it's make sure that you know we're not running into an issue um that that you know you get fucking you know pop for something over the counter blah 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 so without question i think it's going to be something now that that everybody has to look into and and um you know at the end of the day there's no question that it has, has come to the forefront of the sport and it's something that we all we all need to address and and, and ultimately, you know, be very cognizant. Well, it's it's also like if someone if you're on a team with four people and like one of those dudes pop, like my brain automatically goes to and it's I know it's totally wrong, but all of them are doing it. Right. And sure. and so and so it's kind of fucked for those other people because they didn't do it shit. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think public perception, you know, like it, it, I think one person pops, it's like, okay. But then all of a sudden it's like two people in the same camp pop or like it happens in successive years. It's like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's not a good thing to have happen, you know? So, so I think, you know, we, we have to be careful. I mean, at the end of the day, it's our, it's our livelihood, you know, it's our, it's our brand, it's our business, it's our community. And we want to make sure that, that, you know, um, we're, we're represented well and and that we're taking care of our athletes and i think part of that is making sure that they're educated and that they and that we give them the resources to make sure that that when they test the test clean awesome uh you are uh one minute away from needing to pick your daughter up i appreciate three three i got three yeah you got got uh, two more questions yeah (laughs) Do, do you have anything for him brian mr friend oh man i i'm not i'm not even kidding i've just been listening uh it's been no pressure, no pressure. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, Justin, a lot. Oh, dude, a I, I know this is a, a, a really intense time. Uh, I appreciate you giving us some your thoughts on 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 just all the changes. Talking to us about Ricky, talking to us about um, Alex. The cool thing is this, I, and I said it before that I did feel like the underdogs um, uh, athletics team was the uh, the Montley crew. You know, like those are the guys who get caught in the airport with like a pocket knife or a gun or something they left in their bag or a pack of cigarettes. Like we find out, we find out like they smoke cigarettes after they train. Um, and, 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 and I think you've, um, I think in a, in a cool way, uh, it's, 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 um, it, it, it's true to your brand. You, you're, 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 you, you guys are all tough as shit. Um, it, it, and, uh, it's fun to watch and it's in regard what might seem dramatic or bad for you is actually charge the whole environment. 
and I think uh, there'll be a net positive everywhere. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. And thanks for coming on and letting us see your face. And we'll be Love we'll it. be bu- we'll be bugging you throughout the games. Please do. Uh, it's always a pleasure coming on, Brian. Looking forward to giving you a hug, man. And uh, and please tell please tell uh, Gazan and uh, and uh, Ricky that we're huge fans at the Seven Podcast, and we'll be rooting them on. Not as much oh, well. as Colton Mertens, but se- close second. Close. Okay. Cool. Okay. As long as it's close, because I know how, know how yep. much you love Colton, so that, yep. that means a lot. All right. See you, Justin. <laughs> Later, brother. I always like it when you bring me back in, and, I'm, and I don't notice it right away. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all my screens here. When I when I when I had um when I had Adrian on, the, the the when I had Adrian on someone in the comments wrote that I was being a bitch to him that I had fucking eight months to I've been complaining about shit for eight months and then I have him on and I don't ask him any of the hard questions I want to be like hey did you not listen to the fucking podcast I'm trying to fucking save a friendship here you dipshit yeah what he did I I didn't bring I didn't bring him on so you could fucking get your fucking jollies <laughs> off on shit we need these people to come back guys we go over and watch some other them. fucking podcasts yeah I'm fucking I'm working it I'm working I'm trying to fucking that person like, needs to go back and watch the first one you did with Rich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go. yeah, yeah. I gave Rich, I had my hand in Rich's pants the whole time. And then, <laughs> and then, well, I mean, like if I try to fuck Kotler right now, I'm never going to get a second date with them. If I try to fucking kiss Danielle, she's never going to come back. Like, be, be cool, process. people. Be fucking cool. <laughs> patience, patience. I like tonight's episode. That was a that was an interesting balance of guests too, because we had the uh, James in, we had James in Dallin, and that was really cool. They were fun and playful, and then when we had Collar came on. The the mode was a little bit more serious, right? I could have asked nice better questions. Out. You could have fucking written one in the fucking right there. A better question instead of wasting your time typing that shit. <laughs> yeah, Philip. <laughs> Mr. Rodo, <laughs> I like your black and I like your black and white with a lot of the negative space in the top. It's very nice. You look friendly with the smile, hat on mm. backwards. Mm. When you get the old man hat on with like the extra, extra strap. Either that, know. or you have a fucking tiny head the size of a baseball. Um, there was a uh, burning twin towers comment about the. <laughs> There was, there was, uh, oh, why, why isn't Colton coming on the show? The thing is with Colton, you guys have, this motherfucker just He's a working, works. man. Yeah. And you see, his, it's hard scheduling with him, you but we're trying, like I'm texting him and bugging him and like, yeah, he's yeah. Right here. Dick butter said it right here. Colton Literally. is busy working. Mm-hmm. Richard Margarine. Okay, here we go. You should have asked what he thought about, thought it would take. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> No, he's just messing around. Please. Oh, you are joking. He's got to yeah, be joking, for sure. right? Thank you. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I get to know a lot of these people in the comments and their sense oh. of humor. Yeah, put put arsenic in her oatmeal is how you beat her. The fuck? I like no how Colin said her. basically like next season they'll be implementing some sort of uh, what did he refer to it as like an honesty policy or basically like signing off saying that we're going to set the expectation for drug drug policy enforcement. And I think that's so smart for them because as they, it is a business for them, right? So you have to protect yourself. And if you have those contracts up front, you don't have to have this weird, like, is he kicked out of the camp because of this? What happened? It's like, Hey, we laid out the expectation. They signed the paper. They knew that when they got busted for this, like they were gone. And Sugar training, New Zealand, $50. Love your, work love your work team love your work team love love your team okay thank you <laughs> a comma. it needs to be a comma there. love your work team, team. Oh, team. okay okay thank you uh so you want you guys want to fuck with someone here call in and fuck with brian he loves getting fucked with fuck with brian 
Hey, the um <laughs> the uh the fantasy league show I think is gonna be oh, it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, it's gonna be chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. I think it's gonna be good. Do you have the phone turned on? I oh I do. Did is there you a moderator all... for that show? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's gonna be Someone in the background. Keep us on track. Yeah, we'll uh, have a minute timer and then I just disappear your screen. I didn't see the Royce video on the morning chalk up. I, I, I mean, just I saw... roll in different, uh, like pick next pick, next pick, and then roll it up. <laughs> oh, right. Right. So there can't be a lot of dicking around. Danielle's still lurking in the chat. Oh, that's not really know. her. That's not really her. Is it? It's a fake one. I mean, it's, you never know. I just picture her using all caps for everything. <sighs> okay, fine. You guys. No one's please, calling it. Okay, please do explain the equity equality thing. To oh jeez. Hey. <laughs> Let me call Velner on. <sighs> Jonathan. Soon. And I, I think there'll be some fun stuff that you could do in Instagram where you guys could vote against people's picks and stuff like this. I don't know how closely related it is to the fantasy exactly, but it'll be kind of a part of it. And I think there'll be some cool uh, prizes for people that guess. Who won? Or uh, yeah, Tyler and I, are, I think might be doing something. Like yeah, that. It's Brian versus Tyler. Okay, I didn't know if that was like. No, but the fans. In. I think the fans can play. Yeah, they get to vote and pick along with either you or him, and then whoever gets as many correct. He's basically pulling straight off of his his um like statistical models. I mean, he's pick you know pick, he'll pick just like chalk from there, mm-hmm. and I'll pick based on uh, more of a gut, just a gut feeling event by event. I mean, obviously, I have a lot of knowledge of the athletes, but. It won't be. They're just dependent, uh, you know, like specifically on what the data spits out. People can play along at home. Tomorrow morning, eight a.m. We change the time of the show. Uh, we'll be. I'll have Justin Nunley on, uh, superstar comedian Darian Weeks, welterweight in the UFC. Uh, we'll talk talking about UFC two seventy seven. After that show, we will have Amanda Barnhart on. If you don't fucking like this show or me. You can watch a real interviewer, a real journalist at 11 a.m. at the Morning Chalk Up YouTube, the great Lauren Khalil, the Khaleesi. She's prettier than me, smarter than me. She doesn't interrupt her guest as much as me. She's not going to say anything that would offend your mom. Oh, that person. Yeah. Um, so so there's that. and or, or or you can watch both. But but we'll be doing Amanda Barnhart at 12. It did break my heart when I see she I was she was scheduled at 11 at Morning Chalk Up. Uh, then it's at 530. No, it is live. Hers is live. It's not a premiere. It's a live I, show. Oh, I don't know. I think they That's might be good. set to premiere. OK. Yeah. Um, and uh, 530 tomorrow, we'll have J.R. Howell, um, the great and uh, Taylor, the thumb self, uh, we'll be talking about programming. Uh, we got a, a bunch of new information. Maybe some more information will come out tomorrow in regards to the CrossFit Games, uh, things like the bike event. And then at 6.30, it's been way too long. Are you coming on the 6.30 show, Brian? Announce it. Uh, L- Lazar Jukic. Are you sure it's 6.30? I see 6.30. Pacific Standard Time, that's 9.30 for you. That's right before you go out. No, it should be eight thirty for me, but it it says nine thirty. Oh no, it does say. What's happening? Oh, whatever. I'm planning to be there for Lazarius. Oh, that was easy. (laughs) 
And and then, it, I mean, guys, it's going to get crazy. Let me tell you about this one show that I'm really excited about. Let me see if I can find it. Is that is that 7 a.m. on Sunday? Where's the one where I'm going to do a show with? Yeah, it's it's scheduled there. The I, 31st. Is that is that with Jay Crouch and um, Rob Forte? That's right. That's the one uh, uh, Lauren Khalil is going to be on also? Um, no. Oh. Well, maybe. We could ask about that one. There was, a, an even, there was another one we were going to have her on. Where, 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 where is that one? Is that below it? It's not, it's oh not confirmed yet. Oh, okay. okay. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, Matt. Um, so I actually just, I'm a huge fan of the show. I love you, Siobhan. Um, and Brian. I'm not and, surprised. I'm not nah. surprised. <laughs> but I just, I just heard Amanda Nunes to... say that. Sorry. I just stole her line. Um, I just finished the Cara Saunders interview, which is really great. How do you guys think her point of view? I know, Matt, you kind of shared your point of view about how she was talking about the noble um, t-shirt jersey uh, situation. Do you think that is going to affect how athletes interact at the game? Or do you guys think that it's going to, with CrossFit getting so big, do you think that there is going to be like maybe an athlete's union that forms in the next like two to three years or a year? Hmm. Good question. Fuck it. I hope not. I don't think it will. <laughs> Brian, Brian loves that idea. Brian, do you have a, yeah, I feel like Brian has a few thoughts. Oh, on no, that. Brian, I love you. You are a brain. Brian, the brain. There's, I mean, I mean, like the, you know, you're having the, a weird hair day though. What did you get licked by a cow or something? Why is your hair off? Like, just, I thought you had curly hair and today you have fucking straight hair. What the fuck's going on with your hair today? I got it was for, I, I do photography. It was for like a little shoot that we had for a project. At school. Ah, but yes, oh, had, you <laughs> made Brian look like that, like a poindexter. Holy shit. All right. All right. Fine. <laughs> oh, what was the project? How yeah, geeky well, can wait, Brian wait, wait. Is this for an OnlyFans or what's going on? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Oh, ew, no. I mean, like, no disrespect to anyone that does that, but I'm, no. Okay, Wait, so you're not managing Brian. Are you guys talking Brian about a photo that's edited, or are you talking about my, like, icon? No, no, we're talking about Brian's, uh, the, the <laughs> shoot for Brian. Uh, here's the, here's the thing with, I don't, I, I, on one hand, yeah, it's great that Noble's giving athletes money. It's really cool that Car is sharing the money. Maybe they should probably just have everyone share all the money. That would actually be the really cool thing to do. That would be the smart thing to do too. All the t-shirt money split it between the fucking 80 individual athletes. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I, I think that would be the best thing to do i and um but i do think it's cool what what uh car saunders is doing and mm. and good on on one hand good on noble for sharing the money that the part that's just weird is the part that we fucked with already that the shirts are 27 dollars more this year or something like that and, and it goes and up a giving, dollar every time you talk about it pardon me <laughs> it goes up a dollar whatever it they giving 20 dollars to the athletes for each shirt and the price of the shirts went up at least 20 dollars that part's just kind of just like fun to just laugh at like okay guys it, like, no, I definitely thought that was interesting that they yeah. made a big deal about giving the athletes money, but at the same time, it, it did go up $27. Yeah. I'm curious. But anyway, anyway thank you guys for your time. Thank oh, you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Great answer, buddy. Good. Thanks for contributing. Yeah, he was baffled by the hair comment. I thought you knew the caller, and there was like a photo shoot, but somehow we no, got I just, communication. Class. I knew she, she had misunderstood Savan's humor or, or um, pointed joke at me. Which oh, was you didn't do a photo shoot with her? I was on the same page as you, Sevon. And then when she, like, when she was like my icon, I was like, wait, we are not talking about the same thing here. Oh, 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 wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You know what's interesting? How much 
and Brian, maybe you have an opinion on this or maybe not, but I wonder how much this kind of the athletes deserve more. The athletes should be getting paid more. Like how much does that fall on their agents? Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, if you have people like Travis from Vindicate here, who's putting together these t-shirt sales or Wad Zombie, who's doing these trading cards for him. And I know that's a small amount of revenue in terms of like the athlete, but they seem to be doing almost as much for the athletes there buying and making their own t-shirts. So I wonder if there's any room for no. the agents to step they, in. The agents create. are doing it. They do a lot of things behind the scenes that don't necessarily get advertised or seen. And, um, you know, a big, a big part of that, like, you know, Nick can initiate that himself. And like, there's no, there's not a timing component of it. Uh, there's not like a nego, you know, there is maybe, maybe he's negotiates with athletes about a, a cut of it. I'm not sure exactly, but for the agents, it's, uh, there are, there are certain factors in play that are a little bit more complicated and a little, sometimes a little bit more private that, that not everyone knows about. I think they're doing, you know, a tremendous job for the athletes. Um, and you know, I, I recorded, a, I think I did a, a bottom line episode about what I thought about the jersey sales. Um, and I felt kind of good about what I said there. You know, it's uh, like there's no question about the in intention is good here. And I, I'll be curious to see what the follow up is. You know, we um, we were talking to Sam Dancer and he said that, you know, Noble has a, a plan for next year already. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe they're they have a plan A and a plan B based on how this goes this year that, and they're already thinking about the next iteration of this. I, I, I'm not involved in that, but at the same yeah, time, they're going to change. You know what their plan is for next year is to take those two burning buildings that they have as the U and noble and to turn into two, oh, no, syri no, but, but two syringes the for the next. And then, and then the, the next year they're waiting for the next uh, pandemic or whatever for, to, for the third year. I'll just say this. Like I went to, I went to a supercross race this year for the first time and there were five jerseys for sale. There were like a hundred riders. There are only five jerseys you could buy. And I go to if I go to the NBA game, there's you know 15 guys on the team, but there's like six or seven guys who have jerseys in the store. Mm -hmm. But you can order the other ones. And I don't know how the money works, how they collected it all. And I think that that would have been the, the nice uh, – like the thing that I would have added is you can order any one jerseys you want, but we can't guarantee it to you in time for the games. Like, you know, you, Athletes should make their own jerseys. I think Noble should well, be allowed to do – Some have done stuff like that, but not mm -hmm. with Noble's logo, right? I just let no. I'm fine with Noble not ch choosing. Like, I'm fine. I don't think they owe every athlete a jersey. No, Hi. I was trying. I was trying to order a Lynn Knappman jersey. I don't know who that is. Is that an athlete? <laughs> Masters. Yeah, the only Masters athlete to make it every year. I put it in my survey response. Didn't uh, get enough votes. Uh, I put I put Colton in mine. Lynn Napkin. Hi. Are you going to talk, Lacey? Go. Yeah, um, I kind of want to talk about some team stuff. I, uh, I'm i a big fan of Mayhem, and I was just curious, to, like with uh, Reykjavik, how well they do in more like long-distance events. Um, I'm not as familiar with really their guides and how well they've done um, with distance events in the past. I know that they put out stuff on the bike, and Mayhem should probably be pretty good at that. Um, but I just didn't know... Um, with Reykjavik, if that was one of their strengths or weaknesses for uh, this upcoming season. Yeah, no, I, th I think that the, this Reykjavik team is the best threat to Mayhem since uh, the Wasatch Brutes in 2018. But <clears throat> I, I also think this is by far the best Mayhem team that they've ever had. I mean, Sam Cornway is no joke. Like, he's a top 10 threat in the individual field. Um, and the, adding him onto the team, the way that he's, you know, meshed with that chemistry-wise – the work that he's put in 
it'll be really valuable for him, I think, in transition to his career, but it's also going to create a team that I think is basically unstoppable this season. Uh, where exactly Reykjavik will will excel relative to Mayhem. Like, they'll have some events where they beat him. Um, but this is also a really good team. You think so? I don't, I don't know. I think Mayhem is going to beat them on any event. I think Mayhem is just going to sweep the whole thing. Like, I think we're building this big thing up and they're just going to come through and just dominate. No, they won't win every event, but, uh, um, where, where specifically, you know, yeah, Reykjavik can definitely threaten them in certain events, but I think consistency will pay off, uh, in a probably convincing fashion for Mayhem Freedom. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Reykjavik's going to win. I was just curious. I just didn't know a lot about more of their distance stuff. I know semifinals is kind of difficult. Uh, difficult to test um, some of that like actual real long distance stuff. So um, I didn't know what their sample size kind of was. How about this? And- How about this? If Reykjavik does win, does Rich um, uh, come back? It's a fuck you. I'm not retiring and go go another year. Maybe that's the only thing that can. Maybe that. I don't think there's any way that he leaves losing. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so either. <laughs> Did Sevon and Collar talk about Danielle? No, we danced around it. But but that but I like dancing. <laughs> Caller, did you hear that part? Do you think what what do you think? You want to shit on me for that? You think I didn't come hard enough? With Daniel? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> With Cotler. Oh no, I think it was fine. I oh, think that you did good. It was kind of okay. nice to hear his perspective. We've heard Danielle a couple times and um That's what I was thinking you know, too. The fucking hate for him. Like everyone just jumps on her side and the fucking he gets bashed in the comments. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Everyone loves Pinky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I love Danielle. I think that she's awesome. But it, it was nice that to kind of hear a little bit of his perspective and see, um, you know, I mean, he just made a business decision. It's kind of what it sounded like to me. But it was you know, interesting to hear his his side of it. All right, thank you. Yep. Thanks. Okay, it's not talk about teams anymore. Okay, uh, <laughs> just came back into the question. You didn't even. <laughs> you just threw headphones on. Listen for a second. It was like, oh, okay, here we go. Awesome. Uh, no, I didn't pee in the neighbor's cooler. I, 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 I peed <laughs> in the bushes just right outside my office. Thank you for asking. It was my kids who peed in the cooler. I didn't do that. Um, we were we were talking about noble. I think they should be allowed to do whatever they want. I'm, uh, oh, the union. Here's the thing. You mm. want a union? You, you you want a union? This is what's going to happen if there's a union. Next year, they'll charge another $5 for that shirt, and that $5 will go to pay for the union dues. A union yeah. will do nothing. I know it's a great idea. I know you want to think that it's going to be a great idea, but those, it's just a la- another layer of bureaucracy that's going to take cash from the athletes. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's it's um, I think it just I think it just hurts it just hurts everyone. I think. Brian? He's a union guy. Look at him. He just wants to know he just wants to know the stats of the union. What's the union's fran time? <laughs> How many years have they been at the games? Brian, do you stay in your lane? Meaning? Like, you know, like um the the sort of the sports analysis is what you talk about. You don't talk about like the cost of the shirts or whether there should be unions or, you know, I've the talked color about some of those things and the, the color of the jerseys, the color of the jerseys. You can't <laughs> use that word seven. Wait, oh, sorry. Right. right. The, told the, me tone, that the other day, the tone, the tone, the, the way the light refracts on the jerseys. How's that? <laughs> there we go. 
And I, I've done some uh, episodes where I uh, of the bottom line and maybe shared some opinions on here about uh, more broad things and topics. Um, and obviously, I mean, I, I coach at a gym every day. So I'm like, I'm very in tune with, the, you know, the other side of CrossFit, the methodology and the lifestyle and the way that it impacts people's lives outside of competition. Uh, but most of the stuff that we do on here is generally around the games. Fair. Oh, pigment. Yes. An athlete union would absolutely take money from the athletes. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Let's move on. Don't even need to read the rest of that. <laughs> in short term, which they would then use to make more money for the athletes in the young long term. Oh, that's so cool. That, ta- this guy wants to pay higher taxes. He's looking to get a job. Teddy guys. A job. Uh, thank a you job. so much, Brian friend. Thank you so much, Mr. Souza. Thank you so much. Um, man, the shows are on fire. You guys are killing it. Thanks for everyone jumping in. Try to be less mean in the comments. Go ahead, Brian. Were you going to say something? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 You know who I heard is injured? <laughs>